Care preach with Rashad. We are the prophets. Here in the episode, another sermon coming at you from a 12 ounce sports Zingo TV, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Radio, Spotify, anywhere else you can find us. Welcome to the show, man. My guy, my brother, what's up, Rashad? Shoot, the quarantine continues, man. Shout out to Lane's quarantine radio. We we quarantine podcast. <laughs> <laughs> quarantine, quarantine, quarantine. <laughs> that man, that oh, yeah. man is funny. Oh yeah, man. We hey, we gotta entertain ourselves, man. So we here to drop this this hot this hot pod, man. You know, just to keep everybody entertained, give them some quality sports content, man. Because even though it's you know sports aren't going on, it's still stuff coming out that's newsworthy, man. So we can hop right into it, man. Yeah, get right into it. And first off, man, uh, you, you saw you saw first off. Well, I don't begin to this, this Michael Jordan documentary. That's gonna be a big topic. Uh, within the next few weeks, did you see Michael Thomas, Clay, Clay Thompson's dad, talk about uh, that the Lakers would have still won even if even if uh, Worthy didn't get hurt? Oh yeah, nine one, he tripping man. He tripping. Yeah, they were down three one when Worthy got hurt. I, I'm trying to figure out what you talking about. Like, bro, it, it was the MJ time. Like, he was he had already started ascending in ninety eighty nine ninety, like getting close to that that championship medal. You know how they say guys be or team be one to two years away. He was gonna be undeniable nine one, and as we see the rest of the decade, he was undeniable. Yeah, I actually cannot wait to break down like that whole, like that whole, like that whole series and and, and things like that. Like that's gonna be something very very exciting. Um, so he 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 was crown champion ninety one. Do we have a crown champion in two thousand twenty? Uh, with the COVID nineteen, uh, Wolves said they're, they they want to crown a champion at least by Labor Day, and I don't know if they will be able to. I don't I don't know if if this whole thing would die down by then. I'm not sure. You know, it's it's a tricky situation, man, because you have the whole, all right, do we decide to play games without fans, and then you start thinking about, okay, well, when you try to execute that, it's gonna be way over ten people way over 50 people. I mean, you got 12 guys on the team, coaching staff, training staff, referee, scorekeeper, timekeeper. You're going to have people videoing. You're going to still do probably, you know, halftime post-game interviews. So you got all that kind of stuff going on. So, I mean, I'm not sure what you can do with that location-wise. So you don't want these guys traveling. Even on private planes, you don't want these guys traveling. So I'm optimistic that we can get a season going. But ultimately, I don't think it happens. I think, you know, there's no sign of this stuff turning around. You know, you got states extending out the stay-at-home orders, you know, another two weeks to a month. So this thing could bleed into the summer, which is when they would need to even get the season back, jump-started, you know, do like another mini training camp, something like that, and then go into possibly just straight to the playoffs because you don't want to waste any time with guys just trying to play 10, 12, 14 on regular season games. So I think, you know, you can be optimistic about it, but this might be a lost season. 
but I'm hoping it's not because I do want to see LeBron or Kawhi, you know, win the title this year. Yeah, I think it was LA. You know, because 2020 is it's been a bad year already. Like David Stern, Kobe Bryant, and now this whole virus thing. And it's like at least when when Kobe when Kobe passed away, that I as a Lakers fan want the Lakers to win, but I wouldn't mind the Clippers won either because. Kawhi and Paul George, Doc Rivers were all influenced by Kobe, and, and you know it's a city. Do it for Kobe, and that, that's why I've been waiting on. And it's like, okay, well, this virus kind of just 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 messed the whole thing up. And I don't know. You're right. I, we can be optimistic all we want. Um, I don't. I, I just like you say, all the people that's going to be involved. I just don't know. Uh, I, I think they can get it done. It's just, it's just, it's not going to be the same. And you know, are they going to do a seven game series, or are they going to do one and done? Uh, best of three. How, are you gonna do an AAU style where you playing two, three, ga- you know, two games in one day? You know, it's it's all crazy different types of stuff, and I don't know if they can come to an agreement. Yeah, either way it goes, like whoever wins the championship, let, let we're gonna just say right now they get the season back started. Whoever wins the championship, people won't view it the same. It'll be like one of those championships. People say it's like kind of tainted because the season started, stopped. And then you just never know when you start and stop something like this, man, guys could get injured so easy because you got guys going from peak conditioning, shutting down for a month. Most of these guys, they probably just running on treadmills or running outside, you know, jogging somewhere because everybody doesn't have, a, you know, a LeBron James type of, you know, mansion in Brent Wood. He got a basketball court and all that kind of stuff. So some guys still live in apartments, penthouses. Or as CJ McCollum said, you got probably one-third of the league living paycheck to paycheck. So, you know, a lot of you guys may come back and not even be in full game shape. Even if you do a two- or three-week training camp, it'll still be hard for these guys to get in shape and get back going. So I don't want anybody to get hurt. And then, like I said, I just think it could – whoever wins the championship, like let's say LeBron wins the championship, people won't really hold it in high regard. They'll be like, oh, it's tainted. Or whatever, you know, they start the season and stop, so he had a chance to get back healthy. You know, they'll people gonna view it in different type of ways. Or right, Kawhi, yeah. if, if if Kawhi wins it, oh well, he would load managing already anyway. Now he get to come back fresh. You know, he, <laughs> he get really, he get to come back really fresh. <laughs> yeah, you know, he get to come back fresh. Paul George got healthy, so now they they good. You know, people gonna just view they gonna twist it and turn it in all kind of different ways for whoever wins this title, man. So. You know, Joe James Harden, he, he ain't gassed out this time. They won right. the title. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. people people are gonna view it so many different ways. It'll be mm-hmm. tainted for, for whoever does get it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we'll see. I, I don't know. Labor Day is Labor Day. That's that's so far away. Um, what well, September? So that, that's that's kind of that's, that's quite a that's quite a, quite a long way to go. But um, I mean, I think they, they're looking at you know trying to get it back started around June. You have July, August for the playoffs. You know, depending on what kind of series series you have and. You know, Labor Day has to be the cutoff because at that point, you're going to go into college football season not long after the NFL, and yeah. you still got the World Series in, in October. Well, you know, maybe. But, but yeah, 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 yeah. Baseball, <laughs> baseball might have pushed theirs back, too. So, you know, yeah. we got to see how it, all, uh, how it all plays out. But optimistically, that's a good timeline by the NBA. Yeah. But me, personally, I don't think we get – I don't think we get any more sports this year, honestly. Damn. Don't, don't tell me that. Uh, anyway, the NBA Hall of Fame class came out. And the big headlines, we knew who was gonna make it. Uh, Kobe Bryant, Kevin Garnett, Big and Big Timmy. Big three. Hey, that's, yep, that's big that's, three. I don't care nobody said you can you can bring up any other Hall of Fame class. I don't care who else is in this Hall of Fame class with them. 
this is going down as the greatest Hall of Fame class of all time. Uh, not even close. I mean, this is, I mean, Kobe and Tim Duncan are top 10 players no matter what. Now, whether you say Kevin Garnett is the second best power forward, but he's either two, three, or four, uh, and maybe five, you want to put Dirk in there. Uh, but he, he, he's a top five power forward, which means he's going to be in the top 25 of all time. So this is three top 25 players going into the class. And, you know, when the basketball Hall of Fame really is not – it NFL, NFL is not as uh, watered down as, as a basketball basement Hall of Fame is. But, you know, the T.O. situation and all that is kind of getting tainted a little bit. But with this with this right here, you know these three was making it. The way the way they played uh, in the NBA, you know those three was making it to the, to the Hall of Fame. It wasn't it wasn't just a matter of time, a matter of eligibility whenever they can get in. And I mean, these three guys, man, this this like this is our childhood. Like this is this is this is our guys going in 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 the Hall of Fame. Uh, something we've seen from time we was six years old all the way to now. Like you know what I mean? So. Uh, I think this is the, this is going to be great. Um, it's going to be a great tribute. I, I seen a picture and like Tim Duncan and Garnett um, at at like the bar, like doing the doing the toast, and they had yeah. Kobe Bryant jersey uh, in in the chair. I thought that that that, that, hit, that hit home. Whoever, whoever that was did an amazing job on that. But uh, yeah, so I mean these three guys were here, man. Uh, elite elite status. Yeah, you know. So congratulations to all these guys. Of course, right, you know we're you know we're we're proud of them because, like you said, we did grow up on these guys. That's our that's our true true era of basketball. We kind of caught the back end of MJ, but we saw these guys from start to finish. Right. So you know, big kudos to them for all the work they put in. A lot of time away from their family, a lot of time honing their craft. So big kudos to them. Um, yeah, it, it probably is the greatest Hall of Fame class. I think the only thing I can think of that may not say rival it, but be somewhat close to it. It'd probably just be the Jordan, Dave Robinson, John Stockton. But that's just, you know, being being modest about it. Right, because, right. <laughs> you know, you got Duncan and Kobe, I think, are both top ten guys. So, you know, it's hard to beat that out. But personally, I hate all Hall of Fames just because the NBA, no, I can't say NBA, the Basketball Hall of Fame, they count everything, college, <laughs> college, Olympics. international, NBA, yeah. NBA. So now you got guys getting in for everything. So at some point, Mark Gasol and Kyle Lowry are going to be in the Hall of Fame. Lowry. I mean, you, 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 you got people thinking, daggum, equal dollar going to be in the Hall of Fame because he got a couple championships, finals MVP, and gold medal. So, Man, you don't know, get me started on equal dollar. <laughs> so, you don't know, like – Basketball Hall of Fame let anybody in. At some point, he was he was good when he played, but and then you of course you think about Fab Five, C Weber being at some point. But I think it should just be two separate Hall of Fames, basketball, NBA wise. Yeah. Like if you do NBA, you can do Olympics and um, you know, NBA, but you can't you shouldn't do all three. But nah. it is what it yeah, it, it is what it is. I hate NFL Hall of Fame. They showing favoritism, they bias. I hate the baseball hall of fame. They won't let Barry Bonds in because of Everybody else seeing for cheating or <laughs> right, everybody's getting in. So, yeah. Like, like, yeah, yeah. Well, like yeah. first, of, first of all, Barry Bonds gonna be in the Hall of Fame anyway, cheating or not. Yeah. But everybody else started cheating, so he took a little juice himself, and he was unstoppable. <laughs> that's that's really what it was. It was because he was too great. <laughs> that's really what it was. Um, Man, they, they shouldn't have had Sammy. They shouldn't have let Sammy and Mark do. I mean, you, you got to. Everybody got to play fair, man. Yeah, of course. Yeah. WWE Hall of Fame. I hate that stupid crap too. They 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 play favorites. Like, come on, man. Like, I, I understand you're gonna let Benoit in. That's cool. But Chill. It's a not, like, not on this podcast. Like, we can't talk like, about. We can't like, talk I, about him. Like, like, I understand that, but it's some other people that be like, 
y'all, y'all just put anybody in the Hall of Fame. Come on, man. Nah, um, all right. So, quick question before we go on. So, besides the T.O. thing, what do you have, you have another issue with the NFL Hall of Fame, or is that really just the, that's the, that's really the main one? Bro, he laughing to get in. What you talking about? <laughs> he is. It's the, he is about to get in. <laughs> Yeah, bro, yeah, it's the yeah, Hall yeah. of Fame, not the Hall of Average, a Hall of Good. Like Eli finna get well, small. Well, we can we can talk about somebody that everybody loved too. I mean, you know, they gonna they gonna let Eli Frank, that mug. They man, gonna let Frank Gore in that thing too for being consistently good. You know, but I mean, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. yeah he gonna, I give it a yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, man, I understand people being good and whatnot, man. Yeah, but, you gotta be elite. I'm sorry, like, like, yeah, yeah. When I say Hall of Fame, I'm talking Kobe, Tim Duck, and Kevin Garnett. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking Iguodala, like because he had Finals MVP. I don't care about. I mean, he wasn't even the best player on the court at all. No games. <laughs> so I mean, I guess, yeah. I guess, man. Um, but anyway, congratulations to those three uh, and everybody else who, who who made it during that class. Um, something I want to get into. We talked about this. We had we had a good debate on on Twitter about it. Uh, ben Wallace came out and talked about um, Carmelo Anthony. This is I think this is back from from when. What Wade and Melo was live, and they were talking about him getting drafted to yeah, yeah drafted to Detroit instead of Darko Milicic, and you know Melo said, "I don't even know who that is," and you know Darko Milicic he did respond as well, um, but he, he took the high role. I can't he did. blame him. he took the high he role. Did. He did, but so this is what Ben Wallace said: If we would have drafted Carmelo, honestly, I don't think we would have ever won a championship. Uh, Melo wanted to play right away; it would have had the potential to disrupt the team chemistry by drafting Darko. Um, he came in and said that he's not ready to play on his team. Who, who am I going to play in front of? I mean, that's probably, that's honestly true. He said, I'm not ready. And by him doing that, accepting his role, it allows to build and grow and get stronger and eventually win a championship. Um, so they did draft Tejon Prince the year before, who if Melo was drafted, you know, Prince wouldn't have got – Prince wouldn't have ballooned to where he was because Prince went from 10 minutes to 32 so you know, I get the I get the notion about people saying like, "Oh, Tisha Prince, he could have played six men." The, what like what Pistons Pistons saw ten minutes? Why would they think he gonna be a six man? Like they just they got lucky. I'm not saying lucky, but you know, trusting his development and, and trusting the, the faith in uh, in uh, Larry Brown to play him and use his role. Like and you know, I, one th- one thing I don't get is like what, what Ben Wallace was talking about, how he was saying, you know. The chemistry would have got disrupted because Melo wanted to come in and, and and go off. And it don't matter. Like, LeBron James came in went off. D-Wade had, you know, he, he won a, super, a championship in, what, second, third year of his career. So this draft class was already destined to be one of the greats. And Melo, who coming off a championship. So I don't know why people think that Melo was going to come in and take a back seat when he when he was the best player in high school. Uh, he was so good as a freshman in college, he, put the, he won the championship. Like, you know, we talked about this last week about, you know, the Anthony Davis and, and Melo and um, Okafor. Like, it's very, very rare that a freshman takes over and win a championship. So, I don't think Melo going to Detroit, how 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 was how they going to, like, his his ego, his ego don't fit the team. Rip Hamilton laid back. Billups laid back. Ben Wallace laid back. Um, Tayshawn Prince laid back. And I, I just don't see Melo coming in and, like, now I would admit this, as far as like how long they would have been great. I mean, they made the conference finals like four or five years in a row, um, and you know got two got two championships and won one. But it's like they would have been great longer, of course, with Melo. But it's like would they would have won a championship? Would they would have made the, the trade for Rasheed Wallace? Those things like the 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 butterfly effect 
You just don't know. Yeah, to start off with, all right, so the 2002-2003 season, Tayshaun French rookie year, mm-hmm. he barely played anyway. Nope. Not just no, not not just the ten minutes part. He only played in forty two games that year. So, <laughs> and also also Rick Carlisle was the coach. You forget about that part. So, you know, you don't really know what you have with Tayshaun right. right away. True, but they did. But they did start to find out what they did have in the playoffs. Um, they made the East Finals that year, losing to uh, the Nets. You know, Sweet. next one on to the finals, lose to the Spurs. Sweet. <laughs> but, yeah, but they did find out what they had in Tayshaun in that series because he played 25 minutes, averaged like nine points. They kind of saw what, they, you know, right. defensively what he, what, what he could do. So now we're up to where we are now. All right, Carlisle gets fired. Now you have, you bring in Larry Brown. Um, Larry has said in some interviews that he thought they were going to take Melo, which, of course, they did it. But, you know, going into that draft, if you've already saw flashes of what Tayshaun can do, 25 minutes in the playoffs, 9, 10 points, and you just drafted this guy, why would you go draft Melo? Right. And then the, the second part of that is people are looking at this through like the 2020 view of, oh, Melo can be small ball four, and they also forget that at the time, they didn't even have Rasheed Wallace then. It was just uh, O'Cure, Ben Wallace, Corliss Williamson, Rip, Tayshaun, Chauncey Billups. Right. Chuck it, yeah, Chuck yeah, Chuck, Chuck because guys like that. So people forget both of those things. Small ball forward didn't exist. Team for still playing traditional stems and power forwards, and they didn't have Rasheed. They, they didn't get Rasheed until midway through the fourth season, and I that's kind of what. I want to say right before the trade deadline. Yeah. Right, right before the yeah. trade deadline. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he got flipped from the Blazers to the Hawks, and then the Hawks wanted some picks. Pistons traded him, you know, traded for him, and that's kind of what solidified them and ignited them for their run to the each finals of course then to the finals and beat the lakers so i think people just kind of get it misconstrued but i know for sure if they draft Melo, they don't win over a title because they probably don't draft rasheed i mean they, they probably don't trade for rasheed right and so the whole the reason why joe dumas made this trade was because they didn't have the front court scoring if, if billups and bro bro they, they were lucky to even get the two pick anyway man right first, first of all I did some research <laughs> on that. Jerry West made yeah. his made his dumb trade back back in the day as the Grizzly GM. That I, I think the player who traded for didn't last that long on the team. But they just had drafted Paul Gasol. Melo, first of all, I know Melo probably didn't want to go to Memphis, but that's who the pick belonged to. Paul Gasol, who just went off as I don't think he won Rookie of the Year, but he was definitely up there. And then you got Melo, like that would have been something special to watch in Memphis. But anyway. Um, you got you already got fortunate. You were in the conference finals the year before. You got swept, but now you're here with the second pick in the draft. So it's obviously, you don't really need a super. You know, you don't really need that that graver player. You just need somebody to come in and fit the team. And if you needed a front court scorer, so and this is why this is why they the trade would not have happened. You needed a front court scorer. Rip Hamilton getting you like 17. Bill's getting you 16, but you don't have nobody to give you that 15 a night from the front court. Ben Wallace not a scorer. Uh, no, we don't know. Okur wasn't that guy either, right? At the time, yeah. Even Okur, Okur was soloing with the Utah Jazz, like you know. But he wasn't. He wasn't. He, he was too young as well. And you got like, uh, like you said, Carlos Williamson. None of these guys are giving you 15 consistently. And Tayshawn Prince, you alluded to, he, he barely played. He played in the playoffs, so you kind of got a spark. So you you're not expecting him to be that guy. And throughout the season, you you realize, okay, he 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 not gonna score. You know, that's not that's not his role. So that's why they went for Rasheed Wallace to get, to get them somebody who can get get a bucket. And yeah, you're right. 
2003 was not the small ball era. It was the stretch four because you had, you know, Robert Ories, uh, even Kevin Garnett and Tim Duncan, we talked about Hall of Fame, they can shoot the you know, the long mid-range uh, jump shot. And, you know, and, and, yeah, that, that's the, that's, that's right. the dirt, C-Webs, Amari Stoudemire, that's all those guys. That, all, all those guys, and, and that was they're known for. But you get a guy like Rasheed Wallace who can space the floor. Just him him and Robert Ory, that's the only two guys that come to mind, really. Uh, Sam Perkins in the 90s. But, you know, guys who are powerful, who can space the floor and, you know, knock it down. And I'm like, okay, they don't they wouldn't need Rasheed Wallace if you had Melo. That's the only reason why they went after that. The, your mindset changed because Melo was coming in. I, I don't care what nobody say. Melo was coming in and was going to lead that team in scoring. Like, Rip Hamilton was shooting, like, 14 shots a game, and he was, he was the, lead, the leading shot taker on the team. Melo was getting at least, at least 16, 17. Like, that's just – that's just he's Melo. He's Melo. Like, I, I don't think you can – bringing Melo to the team and minimizing what he can do, that, that's not the smart thing. That's not, that's not good coaching. That's not, that's not good basketball because you're holding him back to make the team better. But how, how, was, you know, how was that helping? So, you're right. They wouldn't have won the 4 team because they wouldn't have a sheet. Ben Wallace been, been by himself down there in that paint, getting smacked by Shaquille O'Neal. And on top of that, with Melo, you taking him, you taking Prince out the game because, like you said, it, it, this is not no Melo at the four, Prince at the three, or I saw somebody said Prince can play the two. No, he can't. He's six nine. He won't play no two guard at, at that time. Like, and like, and like he's not even a, he's not even a scorer. So why would you take off Rip, who's your best scorer? Like, why would exactly. you take off somebody? Like, why are you taking off somebody who's gonna make the defense work every position? This dude is running off of screens, right? And what take and and the length that Tayshawn gives on the defensive end just can't be matched. You can't, you, you can't. And take then, it and then something else people keep overlooking is this is major key. Larry <laughs> Brown don't really care about playing young guys. Like he don't really care about that. Look at Larry Brown. The, don't, he don't he don't play deep either. Like he don't go deep in the rotation either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like he, yeah, he gonna play guys forty some minutes, and then look at the Olympics, man. Like he didn't really play LeBron, Melo, Wade, or Marbury. Like the young guys who were, you know, on the coming up. We at probably would have won he, if he did. <laughs> like and they, he wasn't, he wasn't playing the young guys, so you know he's not really that kind of dude. He wants veterans like Rashid have been in the league since. 95, like he's an eight, nine, 10 year vet at this point in the game. So, like, you you want that, right, exactly. <laughs> you want a stalwart like that. Ben had been traded from Orlando to there, you know, in that whole Grant Hill thing. So, you got veteran guys who are, been you know, basically egoless. Yeah, they, they're basically egoless. Like, Chauncey Billups had a rough start. Um, Rip was in DC with Mike. You know, all these guys kind of had that chip on their shoulder. Then you get Tayshawn, fresh out of college, egoless guy, defensive guy. That's it all kind of just lined up perfect. They made that 04 run, made it back in 05, lost in game seven to the Spurs, and then they still had a few 06, more trips. 07? Like, yeah, they, yeah, it was there. Yeah, they lost. Yeah, they, they lost to the Heat. They lost to uh, what's the name in, in uh, the year after that? 07. They lost to the they, yeah, they lost to the, the, the Cavs, man. Like, and they should have won that and made that that finals because like LeBron was a one man show. He was a, he was a terror for those guys. So <laughs> right, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they, they should have made they should have made their finals. Right now I would say this. Now if if let's just say Melo Melo's there, we both know Rasheed Wallace is not gonna get there. So they they lose 04, they lose 05 to the Lakers and Spurs. Now with this, they only oh, making 05. Probably probably not. Well, I don't know. I, I, yeah, feel, yeah. I, I feel like I feel like the East the East at that time just was well okay Miami was what was, was them them guys but I feel like the East. Like you saw, once Shaq and Wade got together, that was it. Like <laughs> that, that was just, you know they gonna get there in, anyway. So okay, let's probably say let's probably say they probably lose that 06 to 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 um to to Shaq and them. 
But 07 and low key even 08 when they played Boston, like, like Boston was you know KG, Paul Pierce, you know Rondo, all them guys. Like we know we know they was great, but they was also aging. Now I think with Billups, Hamilton, Ben Wallace, they probably would have found somebody by then. But it's like I, I want to say around that time that, that that's kind of when now I won't say small ball started happening, but you did start seeing like. Uh, like James Posey play power forward. No, you know what I'm saying? Around 2006 because, well, I'll say 05, 06, because that's when you had Amari playing five, Sean Marion four. Right, okay, you yeah, know, yeah, true, jo- true. Jo- jo- Joe Johnson, Q Rich, Steve yeah. Nash, those guys, those, those sons teams. So Mike D'Antoni put it on the map, basically. That's what you're saying. Anyway. Well, he, 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 he kind of brought it back. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah. know Don, Don Nelson used to run it too with Golden State, some other teams, but D'Antoni kind of re- re-brought it back for right. the 2000s. So, so about that time, oh, the 07, 08 team, like, so Ben Wallace still there. Uh, uh, I think, I think uh, so you got, you got Hamilton, you got Billups. And there's no Rasheed, but Prince and Melo would start together. And maybe 07, 08, they probably could, because Melo was on a tear. Like, this this is this is Melo reaching his bag, like, average 26 points a night type of stuff. And by then, that chemistry, yes, would have formed. Um, but Ben Wallace was coming from the, we're going to drag this guy right now, bring him into the system, and think we're going to just take off and go. I mean, if it was LeBron James, yes, because he's a facilitator. But a scorer... Yeah, you know, I just, I just, I just don't, I just don't get it. Cause even, even uh, you remember when Bill said before Melo got signed to Portland about like how, how Melo was selfish, too selfish, <laughs> and he want, he wanted to score thirty, and if he scored thirty six and we lost, that he still would like, he still would say, hey, come on, guys, it's all good, it's all good. But if you score twenty and they win, he mad, like, like, come on, you thought, you thought that Melo, that's what two thousand, that's probably two thousand ten Melo. You think if you think Mello, yeah, but, but yeah, that, 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 that's like oh eight through ten because like Billups was kind of going to Denver around that time. So what do you think? What do you think a nineteen twenty Miller gonna gonna think? You know what I mean? Like I don't know. I don't see it. Well, I mean, this, this is my last point about it. Like people kind of just forget and overlook history. Okay, so we know what happened in oh three, lost to the Nets. Oh four, they went seven with the Nets. And, and, if you, and that's with the and, finals team. Yeah, and, 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 and that's with the finals team. So with no Rasheed. You're gonna probably lose that series, but let's get them benefit of the doubt. Let's say they still beat the Nets and they go play the Pacers. You lose that series because Tayshon the one saved the game against Reggie with the block. So you probably lose to the Pacers or you probably lose to the Nets. So you, you definitely not win the 04 title anyway. All right, so 05 they made it back again. They would have lost to that Heat team that year because that was Shaq and Wade together. Shaq should have won MVP over Steve Nash. I'll always say that. So the Heat probably go back to back 05 and 06, at least to the finals. Title wise, I don't know, but at least go back to back finals. 07, you know, we're going to just keep it all in, in perspective. So that's probably a rematch of them versus Miller versus LeBron. Who knows what happens in that? Piss is better than that one. They better win that one with, yeah, the, and they, then, with Melo. And then you get 08. That's, like, we're going to say, like I said, everything's still constant. Celtics versus Pistons. I'm still taking the Celtics in that. And at that point, the Pistons start to break up anyway, so right. so basically what I'm trying to say is he being Wallace is right. You don't get a title. <laughs> I mean, but I think I think they get there in 07. Now they get smacked by the Spurs again, but you know what I'm saying? Like they get smacked by the Spurs this time, but it don't matter. Like that Spurs team was too good. Uh, 08, I think 08 they had a shot. Like if you're talking about four or five years of Melo being in the system, um, you know, and, and that team growing, I, I think they, I think they had a good shot to beat KG Pearson. I mean, because think about it. I mean. The Celtics were relying on young Rondo, and they were relying on Kendrick Perkins. Like, 
I mean, Ben Wallace. Man, oh, man. I mean, I don't know, man. Oh, oh, no, oh, 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 wait, Celtics is one of the best defensive teams, man. That's, like, that's true, but but they, they know what I'm saying. But they didn't have to do that against the Pistons because they, they, they nobody gonna give them thirty. At least with Melo, you know, it's gonna be a struggle because you still have to worry about. Because Rip and Ray Allen kind of not they have the same guys, but you know, as far as like running around screens, they, they do the same thing. Um, Billups missed a big shot versus Pierce the truth clutch clutch in the clutch time. So it's you know it's kind of almost the same thing. Ben Wallace enforcer, KG enforcer. You had that, and maybe the mellow make a difference. But you, you're right though about them breaking up. Now with them breaking up. All right, man. I, I'm gonna tell you this real quick. I'm taking Doc Rivers and RIP Flip Saunders in the coaching matchup. I'm taking Doc in that matchup because Larry Brown was going at that point. Yeah, see, Flip Saunders was a coach. And, in. See, and that was the thing. Pistons were still winning. <laughs> they went to. <laughs> they went to what, 0-2, the 0-2, uh, no, 0-8? 0-8, straight in a row. Yeah, 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 yeah basically three different 0-3, yeah, basically 0-3 to 0-8, yeah. They had Rick Carlisle for one. No, they had three Lamb good Brown. coaches. They had three good coaches. Yeah. Though. So that's, you know, but that's yeah. that's talent. That's talent. And, you know, with Melo, like, you know, with Melo, could he handle three different coaches like that? Probably. You know, a young, you, know, you got to think of, of a young mind, young superstar mindset, like, uh, especially one of Melo's talent and scoring ability. So, now, if they do break up, Ben Wallace goes to Chicago. Because uh, they, they brought AI. AI came and. Um, it, was, it, it was AI for Billups. Yeah, AI. Well, no, but I thought AI, they were on the same team. Hey, you're right, you're right. AI for Billups. You're right, you're right. AI for Billups. And then, so pro- they probably don't do that. I mean, maybe or not. But with Melo, at least your window at least your window stays open. Because at that time, at that, at that time, yes, Miami did join together. But whether 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 Melo left, he pro- I don't want to say he could attract somebody, but he may because I feel like Detroit is better than t- trying to get people to come to to Cleveland. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's a it's a bad situation. Uh, I don't I don't know if Melo Melo he might still book for New York. I don't I'm not sure. But at least he would he, he would have left. <laughs> but at, le- at least they, 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 they blew it up. But he, he leaving. They blew but it up. I th- but I think they probably wouldn't have though if Melo was still there. Like at that time, they, they know the reins is Melo's side. Like. It's it's all him, you know what I mean? So I don't know. I th- I think this it's a very interesting, um, very interesting conversation though. But I do I believe a hundred percent that the Pistons do not make that trade for Rasheed Wallace. There is no point. If 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 I need front court scoring, I draft Melo and he give me twenty. What well, I need front court scoring for? I I in my heart I believe that there's no way Joe Dumars made that trade. Bro, hindsight. You look at draft need. What a player was and what they turned into. Hindsight, they get Chris Bosh. That's probably the ben best. Ben Wallace, yes, that's the, that ben was Wallace, the best. Ben Wallace, Chris Bosh, yes. Tayshon, Rip, and Bills. That's that's your lineup. Hindsight, you go with Chris Bosh. Hindsight, that is what you do. If you know what you know now, you go Bosh because you can. Because you yeah. Because you traditional at 03. You traditional, so you got you got to remember that. And I mean, Chris Bosh, twenty and ten a night. I mean, he, I mean, I'm not gonna say Rasheed Wallace. Like was better than Chris Bosh. Like, I think Chris Bosh is way better than Chris Wallace. But it's like Chris Bosh, Chris Bosh for a career wise. Like I take him over Chris Wallace any day of the week. Like it's not, it's not, it's not close. And that team, that team could, that team could have did some damage. Yeah, you just have to hope that Bosh turns into what he does turn into. But just during that time, and of course, like I said, it's still been the same thing. They probably don't make those finals runs. They probably still make Eastern Conference they, finals. I think, I think with Chris Bosh, they, 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 yeah, they probably yeah, still yeah, win. Yeah, they might get looking, make one. They might get lucky and make one down the line, but like a young Chris Bosh, like that was the thing with Rasheed. He brought toughness. That's true. That's true. That's you true. Know, That's true. Yeah, he like he brought a veteran presence, toughness. You That's know, true. clutch shot making, defense, like the help spell, being all that kind of stuff. So, 
Bosch had to kind of grow into it. Like, I don't think he made the playoffs until he was a couple years in in Toronto. But I think, so he had to kind of grow, I mean, grow into his game and grow into his body, all that kind of stuff. We know he was 20 and 10, but it's like he didn't become a shooter until he got to Miami. So it's kind of like that. that's the reason why they probably don't win because Rasheed brings the shooting, uh, you know, 16 and 7 probably a night instead of Chris Bosch down down low in the way of, in the way of uh, Ben Wallace. So, I mean, Ben Wallace ain't doing nothing anyway, but, you know. But I'm I'm agree with Ben Wallace. You agree with Ben Wallace that they probably don't get no ring. Oh yeah. They, they definitely they definitely don't win over four. And like nah, I don't care. Cause if, if somebody like that, like I, I know they say Kobe gave up in 04 or showed that he whatever. Like if Melo was trying to dog him out like that, Kobe Kobe, Kobe wouldn't have it. He wouldn't have it. Oh no. Nah. <laughs> um. Last before we go on commercial break, horse the horse tournament. Now they come up with everything to keep to keep us to keep us watching something. Um. Quarantine, quarantine. <laughs> quarantine podcast, quarantine, quarantine. Chris Paul, Trey Young, Zach Levine, um, Tamika Catchings, Chauncey Billups, uh, Paul Pierce, and Allie Quigley from Chicago Sky um, are going to be in the NBA Horse Tournament um, starting on Sunday, April 12th. So that's uh, that's this Sunday. That's, that, yep. is, that is this Sunday. Um, that is this Sunday. First off, breaking news. Uh, we, have to, we have to do this on the, on the podcast. Texans just traded for Brandon Cooks. Yeah, about ten minutes ago, they, they got him. Initial, initial thoughts on that, real quick. I mean, they had they had to do something. Like Rams can't pay everybody. You got Cooper Rams Cup can't pay coming nobody. up. <laughs> they can't pay nobody. Um, sure, you got you got Cooper Cup coming. Up. You got to make sure you keep him with Jared Goff. Hey, Brandon Cooks, Cobb, and uh, Fuller and Steels. <laughs> That's too much speed on the field. Jesus. Oh man, Deshaun Watson Watt's got to have about this. Brady Cooks can play if he don't get hit with concussions. Bro, 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 speed don't do you no good when you on the hour. Hey, they 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 gonna pay Tulsa. They gotta pay Tulsa. Anyway, all right, we'll we'll, we'll come back to that in a minute. Um, real quick though, single elimination shooting competition. I know you saw Trey Young tweet uh, to Zach Levine. No Duncan. No, no Duncan. <laughs> he right because he would lose. Um, Trey Young versus Chauncey Billups. Um, oh Mike Conley also playing. Uh, he playing Tamika Catchings. Zach Levine versus Paul Pierce, and Chris Paul versus uh, Ali Quigley. So, I mean, it's really, it's really they got what first round are April twelfth, April sixteenth is semifinals. Championship is later on that same day. Who are you taking in the, in in the in the horse competition? I gotta go with CP three or Trey. I gotta go with a guard. Like they can just do a little bit more. I would say, I would say, yeah, I would say I'm gonna go with Chris Paul. Uh, you know. Chauncey Billups and Paul Pierce, at least they get to play a thing, but I, I don't know. I, I feel like Paul Pierce probably don't play no more. Like, <laughs> I don't think he played no more. Chauncey does a little bit, but, yeah, I'm going to take I'm gonna take Chris Paul. I think I think he just – he, he like he do a lot of tricks and just make some bull crap. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like he can do that. I, yeah, I I, I, yeah, I'm going with one of those guys. Chris Paul is pretty young. Like, yeah, they, they, they just have the – I don't want to say acrobatic game, but they just have like an arsenal where they can do some tricky stuff. Definitely. Uh, so we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back. All right, we are back. Um, so let, let's, let's, let's dive into this, uh, to this Brandon Cooks trade to the Texans. So the trade, the trade goes, Houston acquires Cooks in a fourth-rounder in 2022. That's two years from now. Um, for a 2022-second-rounder. 20, 2020 so the, Tex, the Texans, I think that's the only pick they had was the second-rounder. Uh, they had no first, and I think they, all they had was the second. So... They said it was going to draft a receiver. I guess they – I mean, you probably ain't getting nobody better than Cooks. 
at this at this point. But no, outside of somebody maybe like Alshon Jeffrey, they want to part with him. But right, I don't yeah. think he going anywhere. Yeah. So yeah, so you you probably won't get no better than this right here. Um, but I mean, I know that Watson has been saying a lot of like you know little subtle shots and stuff like that. But I, I mean, I don't know. It, even if David Johnson's not who he is anymore, if he's you know, if he's solid and you still have, uh, I, I want to say Duke Johnson or Carlos Hyde, one of them got to still be there. I, I think Carlos Hyde was a free agent. Um, but, I mean, even even with Duke, I mean, I think this team is, I mean, it's, it's, it's okay. Like, you have to, everybody has to realize you have to believe in Deshaun Watson. If, because, all right, so my QB rankings, number one, Pat Mahomes. Number two, Russell Wilson. If you think Deshaun Watson is three, if you have a good case to state that he's three, you, can, you know, Rodgers coming down, um, you know, Breeze coming down. Uh, you know, all these other guys. You, if you want to debate three and say he's three, you have to think on that level. Russell Wilson got DK and Tyler Lockett. Yes, Mahomes got Kelsey and, and, and Tyree Hill. But when Tyree Hill was down, Demarcus Robinson was like number one ad in uh, fantasy because he was so good. So Man, Miko Hartman, they're about a hoop. Exactly. So, yeah, so exactly. So, if you, you got to believe in Deshaun Watson. Randall Cobb, Brandon Cooks, uh, Will Fuller, Kenny Stills, that is not a bad receiving core. Like, that is a pretty good receiving core. Now, can they all be there? Cooks always hurt. Ronald Cobb always hurt. Will Fuller always hurt. Kenny Stills always hurt. As long as you get three a week, I think I think Deshaun hey. Watson be okay. <laughs> last, last couple last couple of years, DJ been a little, a little iffy too. So. Right, and, and DJ you know. might be might not be there. So yeah, you got so you got five players on your team that may or may not be there. But if they all there, you saw what Fuller did. That when what game that was, he went like three touchdowns. And first of all, he killed me in fantasy. If, if you played him, like he got destroyed. He was too good. I think a person. I think a person was sorry behind Falcons. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They, they, Texas put a lot of points that game. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know what Fuller can be. We know what Kenny Stills can be. We've seen Brandon Cooks. We've seen Randall Cobb. I got I to gotta believe in, in Deshaun Watson, bro. I, I just I just don't see why like, like everybody want to talk about, like, Houston doing what they're doing. Outside of trading D-Hop and trading Clowney, I mean, what else has he done wrong? Well, I mean, honestly, I can see why they did. Both I, moves. I'm, 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 look. I am not a Bill O'Brien apologist, as sometimes it may seem, <laughs> but I can see why he did both. Like you were Clowney, he he does f some plays up, but at the same time, like you can't just he asked for twenty million. You can't pay this guy now that with, kind of now money, with the, man. Now without the production, you, you got to have the production. Yeah. He does f a lot of plays up, that which is great, but yeah, you, you got to have the sacks to go with it. Yeah, you, so you, you can't pay, you couldn't justify paying him twenty million. Mm-hmm. And now the, the, the D Hop thing, you know, personal reasons, I don't agree with that. That's why I don't really like too many guys being coach and GM. But getting cooks, it ain't a bad salvage because now nobody can key in on who you're going to every week. I mean, you got burners; anybody can get open at anybody. any time. So anybody. It, it's not a it, it's not a bad salvage, honestly. Yeah, I, I think I think I mean, honestly, I would rather have D Hop. Kenny says we're full of oh, yeah. and, and you sign Randall Cobb. But if you're going to trade, if, you, if you're going to trade the away, I mean, because you think about it, I think the really big thing is everybody was really mad because Vikings got a first-round pick and Texas didn't. But like I said, you wasn't getting no eight pick for no Cardinals. No, oh, no, nah. sir. Next year first, you probably should have got – you should have got that. But you was not getting an eight this year. Heck no. That's not – hell no. Like, that's not even close. But like you said, anybody can go off any week. And if DJ is – some, some, uh, like average, like above average, they'll be fine. As long as he's amongst the top 12 to 15 running backs, they'll be fine. 
Oh, yeah. And he could definitely be that easily because catching the ball in the backfield, because like you said, if Washington might be on the IR with the, the offensive line, but if he throw the ball to the flat, DJ going off. So this, first of all, fantasy-wise, I want nothing to do with nobody on his offense except Deshaun Watson. It's too unpredictable, <laughs> first off. But Deshaun Watson is going to have a great season. I, I don't. He, you you got you got to believe in the talent. You can't you can't you can't just say oh he need he don't need D Hop. Like I'm sorry, like all the great quarterbacks don't need the like, they don't I don't I don't think they need them. I mean Peyton Manning yes he had Marvin Harrison, but you see what he did with Brandon Stokely and you see what he did with Wes Walker. Like you know what I'm saying? See what Tom Brady did with uh I mean Deion Branch was great, Randy Moss was great, Gronkowski was great. But you you see what he did with James White in the Super Bowl? Like so it's like. You don't really need you don't really need to have the elites of the elites at receiver. It just the icing on the cake. Yeah, it just it just helps out. Definitely. Um, so thoughts on this virtual NFL draft. So I see a lot of GMs, a lot of <laughs> a lot of coaches complaining and about uh, like getting hacked, all the other stuff. So first of all, hacking concerns. I, I'm, I'm gonna get your take on this too. How how are you getting hat as far as your, when you sending your pick in? Cause it, is it not easy enough to like <laughs> what we doing right now? Rashad, I'm gonna draft Joe Burrow number one. <laughs> like how am I how am I gonna get hat? I don't I don't understand it. Yeah, I mean I understand. You know that people have concerns about you know people hacking into the draft room. Like of course we, we live in a day and age of hacking. You know. Yeah. So I I understand it, it's a concern. And, you know, AI doesn't have secure internet, but I'm just looking at it from the point of if you guys are using the app or a call-in, like, if nobody gives the call-in ID and number out, how's not going to hack in and hear what y'all talking about? Like, keep it amongst the necessary people and go go with that. I would say this. So, usually, I think it probably – I am not. I haven't been inside the NFL uh, GM draft day, which I hope to be one day. But let's, let's just say it's 20 people in the room. Normally, okay. So now we have to, we're gonna break it down to this little Zoom meeting, uh, whatever whatever y'all use, Skype, all that, blah blah. Head coach, your coordinators. So I'm at least I'm just give me the, just give me the three special teams, offense, defense. You need a GM. That's five. Assistant GM six, and then you, you may then I'll say four extra people. So you only really need ten people, and that's like you said, keep it to a small number. Ten people. I, I think I think you can get it done. And of course, the owner gonna be in there somewhere because he got to put his two cents in there. Yeah, he he got to sign off on everything. I think the only the like, I think this is funny. We were concerned about being hacked, about our picks being wrong, or the genius genius wanted an excuse to say, "Well, I messed up because of COVID nineteen, or I messed up because we couldn't be in the same thing together." The Bears showed us it didn't matter if they was together, uh, lived in the same house, uh, drive the same car. They said we're gonna choose Mr. Trubisky over Pat Mahomes and Sean Watson. So I, you know, Trent Richardson went third. Jamarcus Russell went first. Like it's so many excuse, it's so many like reasons to say like why are you worried no, about bus, failing. A, a bus <laughs> is just gonna happen. Like it, it's it's a draft. It's a crap shoot. Bus will happen every year. They always happen. NBA wise, baseball wise, every NFL time. wise. A, a bus will happen no matter what what league it is in a draft. Right. So you can't say, oh, it's it's because of the COVID, we ain't had no research. Y'all be having all the research in the world and and that happened. So, you know, I'm not I'm not I'm not buying it, GMs. I'm sorry. You you got you got the excuse. I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah, man. People 
people have to, you know, understand like things happen and whatnot. You know, you gotta just trust your scouting and hope you hit. And if you don't hit, you don't. oh well. That's it. Hopefully, hopefully you hit. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully you hit on pick two, three, and four. I was say hopefully, and hopefully you don't lose your job because of it. Because some people lose their job. Like, I, and I, it's not even that like you're gonna lose your job, but if you was already on thin ice, uh, Ryan Pace, Bears GM, or or if you're on thin ice as a coach, uh, Matt Patricia Lions, like. Uh, you the guys you pick, you need to you need you need to make sure it's right because y'all time gonna be out of there regardless if it's the the virus or not. So I I think it's gonna be fine. I, I think they sent the the, uh, the invites today on this virtual draft. I don't know what to expect. I think it's still gonna be fun. Um, also, if anybody wants to, while we can plug this in, anybody wants to participate in our profit uh, day draft round one uh, live, hit. See the Twitter on, on here. DM one of us. Uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, I think, what, one of the years I won, I picked Lamar Jackson on, on pick 32, and that was like my 10th pick right all game. So, you know, it's, it's, it's fun It's fun while, while we're plugging it in. So it's going to be a good virtual draft. I wonder if they get drafted, like, do they, like, just put on a hat, come on the, the Zoom meeting and talk about, you know, kind of like an interview. I don't know what they're going to do. Man. Yeah, like this <laughs> This year would be a, it'll be fun because there's no outside of really you can't say any locks like Joe Burrow and Chase Chase Young are like the they should be you know <laughs> yeah yeah you know, that 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 should be chalk but the rest of it's not chalk because nope. you don't know what the Giants are gonna do what the Lions trade what QB is gonna go to the Dolphins Chargers what O line is gonna go off the board first so right. you know nothing you nothing know. is chalk this yeah nothing is chalk this year who's gonna be the first receiver off the board. Does a, does a running back come off the board late first round to what team? So nothing is chalk this year. Yeah, and, and that's what's going to make it fun. So uh, I'm very, very interested to see that part. Um, hard knocks. They came out and said Rams in a charge. They could do two teams this year in L.A. I thought this was the greatest thing because when you're watching it, I love hard knocks. I watch it every time. Every time I come out, I, watch, I go back and watch old old seasons of the hard knocks. But it's like – these two teams are bouncing back for like two completely different reasons, and I think that's what's going to be like the 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 main thing about it. Because when you when you're flipping back and forth, you're like, dang, y'all collapsed. Like y'all, you know, Rams were nine and seven, but they really got lucky here and there in some games. Chargers was two and four last year. Now they flipped almost their record, and was it because of the injuries? Blah 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 blah. Rams can't pay nobody. Uh, Chargers moving on from Rivers. It's it's like it's everything. They all bouncing back. And it's, but it's all different reasons. Uh, I, I kind of wrote down what I think the storylines would be for the Chargers. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, no Rivers. Um, can Tyrod right the ship? Do they have a rookie quarterback? This, this, is it a replay of him on Hard Knocks two years ago with the Browns, Baker Mayfield? Um, it, will this defense rise to top five? Chris Harris, Linval Joseph all got signed. Um, Derwin James back healthy. Ingram, Bosa. Um, and then I think it's very interesting to get an inside look of what makes Anthony Lynn great because I think a lot of people don't understand how good he really is as a head coach. Um, and I think I think that kind of shine light on him uh, for the Chargers. Yeah, I'm interested in that Chargers one, man, because they could be a 10-11 win team and surprise the league again like, like they did yeah. the year before, man, because they, they had the, t- the talent. Hunter Henry, he's trying to get paid. Uh, you got Kenan Allen, you got Mike Will, you, you paid Austin Eckler. Um, the old line needs a little bit of work, but they did make a trade with Carolina. And then the defense is loaded, man. That defense is, is stout. Scary. So, Scary. 
So like, you really can't even call them a surprise team if they did have a good year because they they all always alternate good, bad, good, bad. Right. That that Ram storyline gonna be good, but it's like I feel like Gurley got cut too early, like to make it like really really interesting, and that's why I think like the Rams were not gonna be as exciting as the Chargers. What, what what makes the Rams good is because well, I, don't, I don't know about this. Well, they got Jalen Ramsey. But they, no, I'm saying like the only thing that makes it good is because you got a couple questions to answer. Well, obviously we get to see Aaron Donald work. Like I think he, even though he may, he may he may not even get the spotlight, but seeing him work, being the best player in my opinion, the best player in the league outside of Mahomes, uh, in the league, seeing Jalen Ramsey is he gonna like is he gonna like get his contract during the offseason? How much is he gonna get? We saw Brian Jones make 17 million. Is he gonna hit 20? Um, is like you know what is he gonna ask for? And then you got like the questions of is is Jerry Goff worth it? Is he worth the money he's getting? Because we got Dak Prescott who ain't get paid yet, but Jerry Goff has, and Jerry Goff has great you know bad season with Fisher. Okay, we all, we understand McVay. Boom! Oh my gosh! You know this Rams offense is crazy. He go to Super Bowl and then last year no, no offensive line. Come on, Jerry. You know so that that that'll be good. And then I guess a question and probably. Probably disrespectful. Is Sean McVay is Sean McVay still a genius? Like I think that's like my my few storylines. Yeah, I think they'll have to address the running back thing. So they might have an RB competition. So that that that'll be something. Yeah. Um, Cooper Cup contract coming up. So I think I think that'll be a, a small tidbit because he really is Jared Goff's best weapon. Um, of course, the Ramsey contract you mentioned. So. Yeah, the the Rams they have a few storylines, you know, not a whole lot, but it but they do have uh have a, a few key ones that could, you know, get your get your attention. Like, oh, that could cause a little bit of a yeah. disturbance in, in, in the locker room right there. That that could ruffle some feathers right there. I think I think the Rams did a good job here getting the second round pick for Brandon Cooks though. Uh, I think I think that's going to be great because this is a team that needs to recoup the assets and like you said, you can't pay everybody. So why did you pay everybody? <laughs> in the first place, so um, but yeah, so Brandon Cooks got traded around. First of all, like, come on, bro. I just thought about this. This man, Brandon Cooks, bro, man, he, what? He, he lucky as he, what? He's lucky as hell. I did. I just thought about it. I, I come on, bro. You bro, get Drew Brees, Brady, Tom Brady, Jerry Goff, Jerry and, and Goff. McVay offense, and then Watson. That's crazy. My my man D Hop could like he had him play with like <laughs> Blaine Gabbard and. Warriors and Savage, like, come on, bro. Like, some guys don't even get lucky. Larry Fitzgerald couldn't get Carson Palmer and Kurt Warner till the end. Like, oh my gosh, this is not this. He, yeah, man, who that is whatever, fair, whatever man. yeah, whatever you know, voodoo or whatever man. lucky charms Brandon Cook has. I, I need just, some of that, man. Because hey. you played with two of the top 10 QBs ever. And now you got two of the top five to six best under 30. And then on top of that, Sean Payton, Josh McDaniels, Sean McVay, and Bill O'Brien. I mean, say what you want about Bill O'Brien. This man want, this man going to play win nine games with Tom Savage, win nine games with, with Brian Hoyer and, and Case Keenum. So like, say what you want to say about Brian, uh, Bill O'Brien about his coaching adjustments and stuff in the game, but he's a winner. Dude like, had we're, Brock Osweiler, man. Uh, well, not what you say, he be, he wins. Like, so what, like, how you want to say it? So, man, this is not fair. Um, but, yeah, hey, Robert Woods become very interesting. You got Higbees and Everett, so now it makes more sense why they paid Higby and Everett because they got rid of Cook. So it, it, it makes a lot more sense um, in, in that term. So, yeah, the Rams throw line is going to be pretty interesting. It's, it's going to be fun. I think 
hopefully we get it. Hopefully we get the training camps and all that stuff because this this is the year that I really want to see it. Um, I think that they're kind of going against their rules though uh, when it comes to like the hard knocks. I think it was like you know you, you I think you have to miss the playoffs two years in a row. That used yeah, to be the it rule. had to be yeah it had, had to be certain teams. But I guess you know for storyline and they want yeah. they probably just. Like they, they probably want to just change it up a little bit too, like kind of refresh it instead of it always being bad teams. Just kind of do just a different little thing because yeah. we never had two teams before too. So I think right. now it's just more of like a, let's just do something. Let's just kind of re, re, revamp it a little bit, yeah. Instead of doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah, because I think what so yeah, because Bucks didn't make the playoffs, so they did Bucks and then they did uh, Browns and then Raiders. So I mean, yeah. So if you think about it, they probably like the if you go hard knocks, you start winning eventually. Bucks got Tom Brady now. Bruce Arians, <laughs> the 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 Browns got like that offense they got, and and now the in the Raiders. So I mean, Chargers and Chargers and Rams, man, y'all about to get something. I don't know what, but it might be, it gonna be something coming your way. Um, last thing we get into, man, NFL All Decade Team discussion. Uh, it was it was posted uh what two days ago, and for the most part, I, I would say ninety five percent they got it right. Like I wasn't, I was, I was like, I was like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now the big, the, the big things I want to talk about though. So first, there were so, so so unanimous selections. Everybody voted for them. Tom Brady, easy. Agent Peterson, easy. Joe Thomas, one of the best tackles of all time, easy. Marshall Yonda, one of the best guards of all time, easy. On um, defense, Aaron Donald, easy. <laughs> JJ Watt, <Chalk. laughs> easy. Like <laughs> and Von Miller, easy. Okay. So everybody else was not was not uh, unanimous. Now receivers in this the receivers in this in this decade, uh, Antonio Brown, Larry Fitzgerald, Calvin Johnson, Julio Jones were the four guys who made it. None of them were unanimous. Now I would like to see the votes a little bit or or who else got consideration um, because when I'm thinking about the names in my head going through my head going through my head, I feel I feel like Michael Thomas shouldn't get that much because he just got here. Um, only person outside these four that I would consider with deep thought, I mean, outside of maybe D-Hop. Um, and I don't even know how far he went to the decade, but maybe an Anquan Bolden, a Steve Smith. Like, th- those are the only type of guys that I see throwing, going through my head that people will vote for. Um, you know, I do want to see, like, how close they're going to be to the unanimous because I would, ha- I would like, I want to see a ballot that didn't have at least three of the four guys I named. Yeah, man, it's one of those tricky things of like, you know, the NFL is always going to do it. They're going to look at personalities. So I think AB could have got left off some ballots just because of what's going on right now, even though him and Julio were 1A, 1B. Um, so I think that plays a part. Um, I think Edelman's success with the Patriots could have got him some votes. Okay, that's true. Uh, and Sleeper, man, I think Jordan Nelson might have got some votes. Like, Jordy had a few good years, you know, with Green Bay. I think he had about four or five, you know, 1,000-yard, maybe even 1,200-yard seasons with Green Bay. You know, that was kind of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that was Aaron Rodgers' peak, you know, from, like, 2010 to about 2016. So, I think, you know, Jordy could have got some votes. Edelman, I think those two for sure could have got some votes, man. And, uh, you know, I think Calvin, out of sight, out of mind, probably why he wasn't unanimous. Right, and, right, right. You know, you know, Larry's been Larry, and people might just figure, like, well, he's on bad teams, he's getting garbage stats. You know, you guys think about different things that click over people's minds. Uh, do, do you think there was a, a ballot that didn't have three of three of the four? Do you think it, there's, like, how many ballots do you think there were, like, with, with like, let's, let's say somebody said Antonio, Larry, and then go, like, Edelman, Jordan Nelson. 
I just don't, I don't, I don't see that many people doing that. I would hope not. I would hope but not. It's possible, <laughs> right? Um, is anybody on the offensive side that you thought like were was um what was snubbed though from from this? Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't see how I don't see how Alex Matt made. It. I would have went uh, Kelsey in that spot. Okay, Jason Kelsey from the Eagles. I mean, the, I think the reason why Alex Matt made it because him and Joe Thomas were getting it done in Cleveland. They just were sorry as hell. <laughs> that's and that's what it is. What it is. But yeah, Jason Kelsey would would not be a bad uh bad pick. Oh, what do you think about Rodgers being over Breeze? A lot of people. Oh man, <laughs> man, let me go. Let, let me go hey. my little thirty six. <laughs> go ahead, man. Go ahead. Let, let me go and get a little 30-second rant off. All right, first of all, you have to be out of your freaking mind to think Drew Brees at any point has been better Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> you got you to be out of your mind. Dude was going 79 for a couple of times in the decade. I mean, all right, for the decade, Rodgers won the first Super Bowl of the decade 2010. Drew, Drew Brees didn't even make a Super Bowl of the decade. They've been, they've been losing these random playoff games in all different kind of ways. Man, Rodgers, Super Bowl <laughs> champ, Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP, two-time regular season MVP, Three all pros. Seems like we lost you for a secondary shot. Three all pros. Yeah, I just don't. I just. I don't get it. I don't get how. I don't get how Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Uh, people want to argue Drew Brees getting into it. I. I, I don't. I, I don't. I don't see it. Uh, while as we wait on Rashad to come back in, um, this kind of one more. One more I had. We, we don't have that much time left. Um, one person I thought should have made it was my guy Harrison Smith, five Pro Bowls, one All Pro, um, in in eight years, twenty three interceptions, seven forced fumbles, thirteen sacks. Um, guys, I would have took off. I mean, obviously Eric Berry was great, fourteen picks, four forced fumbles, five and a half sacks, five Pro Bowls, three All Pros. Earl Thomas, seven Pro Bowls, three All Pros, thirty picks, twelve forced fumbles, and two sacks. But Eric Weddle. Um, in ten years, he like Harris Smith outdone him in the eight, and he had in ten. Um, I think Harris Smith has a great case. It could be very well with the coach using him the right way. Um, all five Pro Bowl selections under Zimmer, uh, but the Pro Bowls don't mean that much to me. But Eric Weddle had a hundred of uh, five hundred sixty-four solo tackles to Harris Smith five hundred three in two two less years of play. So um, you know, and I also have an issue with. How they label the defense, uh, linebackers making it Von Miller, Mack, Chandler Jones, they're all linebackers, even though they're pass rushers. Um, so that's the only thing I had about the All in Decade team. Um, anyway, that's that's our show. The Prophets preach, care, preach with Rashad. Uh, Rashad gonna say, Rashad says bye <laughs> um, to to that. But um, y'all check us out once again. Don't forget to if you want to be a part of the draft day bet, uh, DM me uh, Facebook on Twitter. Um, it's Really fun. It don't cost a lot. It, it's it's really fun. It, it's a way to keep you keep you involved into the into the draft process into round one. So with that being said, preach care preach. We were shot. We out. <laughs>